Welcome. This is the first official Ogden Makers podcast, and I'm your host, Rob Harsh. And this podcast is designed to share out all the amazing things that kids make and tinker with here in the makerspace at Ogden Elementary in Vancouver, Washington. And for this first podcast, I have the amazing second grade team here because we just recently finished a design project that connected back to what they were learning in the classroom. So would you ladies go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes, um, my name is Vera Perez and I have been teaching or in education 20 years, 10 as a teacher, um, as ELL, first and second grade split and second grade. Nadia Lutz, second grade teacher. My name is Ashley McLean. I have been teaching for 12 years, both public and private school, grades K through fifth. And I'm Rachel Hansinger. This is my sixth year of teaching. I have taught first, second, fourth, and fifth grade all in the Vancouver Public School District. All right. And so for the, this first podcast, we want to talk about this, this design project that we had the kids do. It was a mouse saving tool. And to give you listeners some context, it was um, a story that the kids read in the Reading Wonders book. That's our district curriculum, and it was called Help, a Story of Friendship, right? So can right. one of you elaborate more on the, the story? And uh, Yeah, the story was mostly uh, about a little mouse who had a friend. Um, his friend was the snake, and he heard from another um, animal friend that uh, snakes eat mice, and he got really worried. And then uh, Mouse fell into a hole, and all of his friends tried to save him. And the only friend that could uh, ended up was able to save him was the snake. And um, Snake said, I would never eat you. You're my best friend. And that, that's basically it. Okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. so, so after the kids read the story, we came in here, and I can't remember whose whose group was first to come in. I Rachel, was, Rachel's, I was the guinea pig. Rachel class. was the guinea pig. <laughs> Thank the you. Class. That's right. And so, let's just talk about how the whole thing started. So, from the 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 beginning when they came in and sketched to the very final tool design, what what worked well, what didn't work well, what do you think? I think um, with my class, and I think you and I kind of reflected on it during the project is. The, the kids were focused a lot on where the, where the mouse lived and not necessarily how to help the mouse yes, get out right, or yeah. they were designing a way for the mouse to escape instead of helping him. And so we were kind of reflecting on maybe narrowing down those parameters of your mouse is in a hole, get it out. <laughs> so a little bit more probably uh, systematic, you know, logical and kind of a little bit more towards the story. But we did want to keep it open and we did have a lot of creativity going on. We had one, um, one group who uh, designed the floating, um, the floating, uh, it was on the corks. The little flotilla and, type, uh, yes, yeah. Yes, with the yeah. pole and, and such. But again, a lot of them um, were focused on getting the mouse out of the hole. But again, that kind of general thought of designing a house and so more um, superficial type of decorations and not necessarily about the design. Okay. I would say with my students, they were, they enjoyed the design part of it. I deliberately designed the group so that I had a strong leader and a couple of followers and then a pretty quiet. So it seemed to work out really well. 
my students were more focused on what materials do we get to use instead of um, trying to create a uh, mouse saving tool. So they were really focused on, well, we could use that and that and that. And so we had to kind of get them focused back. Okay, this is what you need to be building. How are you going to do that? The one thing that I thought was really interesting with my group of students was they did, one group did how to rescue them from water, one did how to rescue them from the air. They built a helicopter to come in with a piece of rope and grab the mouse and take it to a safe. Um, and the other two were um, just kind of like house projects. So I thought that that was really interesting, the different ways that they went. I think what I enjoyed seeing my kids do at was how they changed their designs to improve it after the first go around. Because um, they quickly discovered that their initial tool was um, not really staying together, kind of fell apart, or they needed to um, edit it a little bit with some of the different uh, materials that they could use in here. I think my group really benefited from the whole first day session was just planning and gathering materials. And so going forward, day two, day three, they already had everything they needed. They had their plan in mind. They built it. And then that gave them plenty of time to test and improve. Okay. Yeah, I, <coughs> excuse me, I was going to say that um, seeing the kids come into the space and really work around the four C's and the four C's for those of you that are listening, uh, in this space, we try to have kids co collaborate. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Uh, mm -hmm. Communicate with one another. Uh, be creative within the design process and to also think critically about what it is they're making. And for the most part, the four C's were alive and well in here, I thought. We have uh, definitely to, to work on it, but I, I think it's something that as they come in more and more, they're gonna start to get better at those, at those at the four C's. I think if any any of those that I think was weak with my second grade group was probably the communication piece. Mm -hmm. uh, they collaborated really well, but there was always one person that wanted it their way. Yeah. And yeah. so really the second round that we're doing now, I've really designed the kids to kind of have a couple of those leaders in a group where they can um, really communicate with each other well let's try this or how about that mm -hmm. so. that's exactly how I designed my groups the first time and then the second time changed the groups a little bit to see um, if those quieter kids would come out of their shell more if there was less um, of a, a leader in that particular group uh, right. taking over everything so to be honest I didn't really have a template for or a, or a thought in mind with groups I think for both rounds my group stayed similarly and so oh, really? I think okay. I think I kind of wanted to have that I don't know consistency I didn't deliberately say be with your same group necessarily oh. but they kind of they kind of gravitated towards the similar groups there's a couple that switched around you mean and when, so you mean we, when you came in for the mm -hmm. dog sled act with both rounds, I oh, did okay, not. Okay. I said, sit in a seat, let's okay. go. You know, I think I'll so, try that next time, just I, let them not choose. Not to say that, it, I mean, there's a pro and a con to both, sure. I guess. So, um, I mean, it, it could work both ways, but I, I, yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd try that. Yeah, too. I did mm -hmm. not necessarily think that through with that. So it actually might, might change next round and just depends on the project, I guess. Okay, all right. 
Well, so tell me something memorable from this project. Something the helicopter. That, something that, <laughs> that was the that helicopter. was amazing to me. Yeah, I I would have never even thought we didn't even talk about all that we discussed is rescuing the mouse. We didn't talk about if it had to be in from water, from air, and that they came up with that idea. I just thought was amazing. I feel what was memorable for my group was when they got to share their project out on the last day um, to the class and um, discussed what their design was and why they did what they did. Um, it was interesting to see all the different groups thinking. So, okay. I just really like how Makerspace is kind of an equalizer for oh, yeah. students. Mm -hmm. I have students with behavior concerns that excelled in Makerspace. I have students that don't speak oh, any English yet, and they still were in there building things, making things, giving suggestions. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to take away an hour a day for three days from math. We feel like we're losing our core instruction time but the kids benefit so much and to see how excited they are. And every day they're asking, when is Makerspace? When is Makerspace? <laughs> and you know, even students yeah. who, who aren't confident in reading and math and they struggle with school, they excel in the Makerspace and every kid can contribute and, and build something. And that's Using those is, lifelong learning skills yeah, of communication and collaboration. More valuable than yeah. anything to them. I think overall just having that confidence and having that and and also having that struggle. I mean, you know, knowing who our leaders are and who our struggling kids are to know that in here it is that equalizer, but it also gives them a chance to um, contribute. It also gives them a chance to um, yeah. make and present. And, Every student you know, is and also engaged absolutely. the, I mean, the whole time. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And so just that opportunity to do that. And I noticed a heightened sense of awareness when they came into the space and I had mentioned PETA, you know, that there is this organization that loves animals and they love to save animals and that this tool that they are designing and building could be a tool that PETA would go, oh my goodness, this is great let's market this or let's fix you know let's take it from the prototype and revise it and then oh my gosh we have a a, a mouse saving tool uh, because all creatures deserve a right to life you know that's Peter's. and that's one thing with this age group too how many of them want to be a vet when they grow up how many of them so they're most of their worlds are wrapped around animals and and hmm. so saving saving animals is really important to seven and eight year olds so. that, that makes me think of um where i know our district and maybe specifically our school is working towards teacher as designer as having more yeah um having more freedom in designing projects that you know connect to the real world and obviously makerspace is a great tool to use because you are able yeah. to make something that connects with what we're learning in the class bring it to life create organize present collaborate you know and obviously the four c's but to also have a product at the end and what is the audience. So you mentioning PETA or having an organization or, or a job or anything like that. Those presentation that. skills are really important, like Ashley Absolutely. said too. Absolutely. Having them um, have that opportunity. Uh, Rob wasn't here the, our last day, so we invited him into the classroom the next week to, and it was really nice the way that they had kind of refined their presentation after presenting to each other. Mm -hmm. 
and when he came in, it it was more refined, so they kind of figured it out. Oh, and they all had they all had what I remember is they all had part or they all had something to say, mm-hmm. and they all were able to articulate what specific part or contraption on that device did its job to save that mouse. So that was really neat to see too. Mm-hmm. One thing that I have noticed in this space is that these kids had absolute agency. Oh, and I apologize, The our school bell's gonna ring here in a minute, so <laughs> you will hear three dings. But uh, back to the, uh, the, the agency piece is that kids had absolute control in the voice and choice of how that tool looked like. And not one between the four of your your classrooms, not one of them looked the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what was so cool is it was very project based. It wasn't a recipe, but you know, they mm-hmm. all didn't churn out the same thing. Right. It was so great to see that. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that. And we even saw that in the next act, the dog sled activity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Great. Well, what what are next steps? What where do you want making to go with your kids? Where do you, where would you like to see me take them? I think, toward the toward um, as we come yeah. into the new year. I think when we're thinking about a project that we are constructing, I think we might need to take a step. I don't want to say a t- step back as a maybe negative, a but but a pause and maybe um, focusing on the basic building techniques um, so that students are aware of how things can go together and how the, that physics and how the... Use less and, tape. And instead, of just, yeah. right, instead of just focusing, yeah. I need tape. Yeah. You know, you, you, you ladies read my mind. So I was talking with a first grade teacher and she said the same thing. And it reaffirmed what I had thought all along is that we need to give these kids technique and skill to put in a tool, their toolbox, so to speak, so that when the activity or the design project comes up, they're aware. They're aware, you know, of those techniques, and they can incorporate them into their design. So I, I agree. I think when we get back from the the winter break, we're going to start, you know, looking at technique and skills. Um, so it could be very recipe ish. But that will lend itself to incorporating Later. those in, exactly right. into projects in the spring. Right. Yeah. Thank All you. right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for for uh, being the guinea pigs on this <laughs> in this for podcast journey. With us. We really enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Really like treats always work. Yeah, treats do work. <laughs> I, I brought choquettes and macaroons. Yeah. All right. Thanks. That that wraps up the first official podcast. Go second uh, grade. Yeah. Go second grade. <laughs> we will talk with you soon.